If you ask yourself, why am I here? What is my purpose? How can I fulfill my potential? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Lifestyle, Relationships, and Career Human Design Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Naja from VanessaNaja.com. My mission is to help you be on purpose and fulfill your potential by aligning in body, mind, and spirit so you can feel empowered, joyful, connected, and free. I'm so excited to share with you how to do that through human design. If it feels aligned, I'd love it if you subscribe and share. Now let's get to the episode. It's always a good idea to have your human design chart with you when listening. You can get yours for free at my website, vanessanaja.com forward slash free chart. Link is in the show notes. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Lifestyle, Relationship, and Career Human Design Podcast. I'm Vanessa Naja, and today we're going to talk about the human design types. Last week, we talked about human design, an overview of the system. So if you're brand new to human design, I definitely recommend listening to that episode first. So let's dive into the types. There are five different types in human design. And type is how your energy interacts with the world and with others around you. And it is how other people experience your energy. Types can all manifest and create in the world. However, they do so differently. And this is actually an an important part of the deconditioning process because we're very conditioned to create and do things in the world in a very specific way. And that is correct for some people, but not for everybody. So starting with human design type, that's the first place you'll go as you learn about your human design. And when you look at your human design chart, usually somewhere at the top left next to type, it will tell you the name of your human design type. I'm going to talk about type in a couple of different languages. There are There's the traditional human design language, the way that the system was channeled, channeled. And then there are also some other ways of describing the types, which I will share with you as well, because I think it gives a nice big overview of how each type operates and behaves in the world. So as I said, there are five different types and there are millions of variations of each type based on other aspects of the chart. So even though you can have multiple different people be the same type, they're going to be so unique and authentically different because of other aspects in their chart. Each type has a specific strategy, and strategy is how people of that type are meant to interface and interact with the world around them in order to reduce resistance and just have more flow and ease in their lives. The way I like to think about strategy is interfacing with a computer. So some people might like to use a mouse, and that is the easiest way for them to work on a computer. Some people may want to use a touchscreen. Maybe they're so used to their phones or their tablets that that is just the easiest way for them to work with a computer. And then you have the programmers of the world that generally like to use their keyboard to interface. Each person or each individual has a way that works best for them. And this is also how strategy works with type. Types also have an, a signature theme or a not self theme, an emotional theme. And this is a pairing of emotions that let people of that type know whether they're living in or out of alignment. So it's like a low check engine light. If they feel the low expression regularly, 
And when they are really living in alignment, they will feel the high, high expression of that emotion regularly. So when living according to your design and according to strategy and authority, which will be covered in another uh, episode, the authority, the deconditioning process naturally starts to happen. And human design is so much about deconditioning all the parts of ourselves that were influenced from outside of ourselves and are not true to who we are, and really discovering who we are authentically in living in alignment with who we were born to be. So the first type we'll talk about are the manifestors in traditional human design. And I don't I don't like this name very much because people that aren't manifestors might think that they can't manifest if they're not a manifestor. And that's not true at all. Uh, their manifestors just do it differently. So Karen Curry Parker in quantum human design calls this type the initiators because one of the big things that they do in the world is initiate. They get things started. They initiate other people. And in BG5, which is actually the Business Institute of Human Design, they call the manifestors the innovators. So initiators, innovators, these are a big aspect of how manifestors operate in the world and how they create. The strategy of the manifestors is to inform. They are very impactful beings. They can be very hard to read. And informing others of what they're going to do, what actions they're going to take, can really help reduce resistance, can help other people get out of the way a little bit and just let the manifester follow their creative flow and initiate what they are here to initiate. Their signature theme. So when manifestors are living in alignment, they are going to feel peace. And that piece is more like a sense of freedom to be who they are, to follow their own flow, and to just, just to be free. And that is a big aspect of the manifestors. Freedom is super, super important to them. And living in alignment helps them feel at peace and free. And their not-self theme, or the low expression when they're living out of alignment, is that they may encounter a lot of anger. They have a, a creative flow that they have to follow. And when that flow gets interrupted, it's just this the way the energy just gets stuck in the body. It can really feel like even like rage. So following their strategy, again, of informing really helps lessen the resistance of being interrupted in their flow and therefore helps them live more in alignment. The next type we will talk about are the generators in traditional human design. In quantum human design, they are known as the alchemists. And in BG5, they are the builders. And they are, they are the builders of the world. They turn inspiration into form. They do the actual physical work of creating in the world. And they have this beautiful, sustainable life force energy that comes from their sacral center, which is one of the nine centers in human design. And it is a powerful motor. And the way that they access this power is in response. And responding is the strategy of the generator types. When they come into contact or something shows up in their outside world that just turns on their sickle motor and gives them the energy to do what is required, they it's, it's like this juicy yes-like energy. And their response is a yes or no response that they can literally feel in their body. So, and this is different for different people, 
learning what your response feels like if you're a generator type is really important. So for some people, they might feel drawn towards something or pushed away when it's a no, or they might feel really expansive and open, or they feel like they're contracting when it's a no. Oftentimes there's a sound associated with it, and it's usually a very guttural sound. So it could be like a mm for a yes or uh for a no or uh-huh for a yes or an uh-uh for a no. But it's a very binary yes, no response to the things that they're meant to engage with in life. And learning to reconnect to that response and honoring it is just a huge, important thing for the generator types to do. Their signature when they're really living in alignment is satisfaction. It's just this whole body like satisfaction of having engaged with something that they responded to that really lit them up. And when they're living out of alignment, they will often feel very frustrated. And this can often happen because they didn't follow the strategy or they're trying to force something into, into existence, um, or maybe they're initiating like a manifestor. And many of us are conditioned to start things like a manifestor and it's not right for everybody. It's right for manifestors. Uh, frustration is a theme of generators in other areas of life too. And I will go all into more depth around that in the episode around generators, which should be coming out in about two weeks. The next type we'll talk about are the manifesting generators. And I will say that in traditional human design, manifesting generators just get lumped into the generator type. There are a lot of uh, similarities and they have a very similar aura. But they are also different enough that I like to talk about them as a separate type. And they're a little bit of a blend of the manifestor and the generator. So they do have this, this juicy life force energy. Their primary strategy is also to respond. They draw things into their aura, into their existence that they get to respond to and just kind of follow um, what they're responding to as far as how to engage with life. And they also have some of that manifestation aspect of initiating. However, they're not meant to initiate until they have responded first. So that is important. So that strategy, it starts with responding like the generator. And then it's also really helpful for them to inform like the manifester once they've responded about what they're going to be doing. They also being a little bit of a blend of two types, they get to have the signature theme of both manifestors and generators. So satisfaction, but also peace, that sense of freedom to be who they are. And the low expression of that or their not self theme is frustration and anger. And again, this is often not responding, trying to force things into existence. Having their flow interrupted can result in frustration and anger. The next type we'll talk about are projectors. And in quantum human design, they are called orchestrators. And in BG5, they're called advisors. And they are actually here to guide other people. Projectors are very wise beings and they can really see the potential in situations. They can really look deep into other people and into situations and see potential. They do not have this uh, sustainable life force energy like the generators and the manifesting generators. And the way that their energy works at its best is when it is recognized and invited by others. They have such brilliant, wise knowledge 
And when they share or impart their knowledge to somebody that's not ready for it or isn't the right person for them, that's going to fall on deaf ears. And that's going to be a waste of energy for the projector. And it also can cause bitterness, which is their not self theme. So in order for them to use that brilliant, wise energy in the best way possible, they want to only share it with the right people and at the right time. And the way that they know who the right people are and that it is the right time is that they will be acknowledged and they will be invited. And the people that are correct for, for that projector will want what the projector has to share. Uh, they are really here to guide others, to advise others, as the BG5 name indicates. Their, as I said already, their not-self-emotional theme is bitterness. And when they are really living in alignment, they are going to feel successful. The last type we'll talk about today are the reflectors. And in quantum human design, they're called the calibrator. And in BG5, they're called the evaluators. And they are here to reflect back the health of their community to evaluate what is going on. Reflectors are a very unique type. They are ruled by the moon. They are very open. They can be extremely sensitive and just very attuned to their environment and what's going on around them. And this is also how they reflect back the health of their community and their environment. They can also be really powerful and intense beings. You'll usually feel a reflector aura enter the room before they even come in. Their strategy, because they're very much ruled by the moon, where the others are ruled more by the sun, is to wait out a lunar cycle. They want to experience the position of the moon throughout the lunar cycle to really give them idea when they're making important decisions. Of course, this is on the big things in life. Reflectors will experience themselves in very different ways every day. However, it will be consistent across a lunar cycle. And this will be individual for each reflector. And we'll go into this more when we talk about reflectors in their own episode. Learning to check in with themselves over time and going also into different places, just making sure that the decisions that they make are not something that they're rushed into or influenced by outside authorities is really, really important for them. So if you want to think about, this is an example of how these types might operate together in a project. And if you think about them creating a symphony together, and before I give this example, I just want to preface that any type can do anything that they want. They can have any career that they want. If it's something that really feels good to them, that they entered it into according to their strategy and their authority. So this is just a, a very broad example. But if we were creating a symphony, the manifestors would usually be the producers. They would get the thing started, you know, kind of gather the people, get it together. And then that's, you know, that's where they step out. And we would have the generators and the manifesting generators. And they are the musicians. They are building the stage. They are doing the lighting. They're really doing the physical work of bringing this symphony and this inspiration to life. The conductor would be the projector using their, their wisdom and their guidance to really get the, the symphony and the orchestra to flow together to create this absolutely amazing experience. 
And the reflectors would be the audience reflecting back with their delight how things are going. And when you live according to your type, and you really get to understand your type better, and I will go deeper into each type in the next few weeks and following episodes, it can help give you such a, a really great um, starting off point to creating a lifestyle relationships and career that you really love that are in alignment with your flow, with your energy, with the things that light you up and that you're excited about. So type is really exciting. Strategy is just such a wonderful, beautiful way to interact with the world. And that is the overview of the human design types. I will be doing an episode for each type starting next week. And if you would like to learn more about your unique human design, about your type, strategy, authority, just really going deeper into it, I invite you to either order your in-depth human design report or to book a reading with me. And I will put the links for those into the show notes. And readings are actually the best way to really dive deep into understanding your unique human design and how to make the most out of it so you can create that lifestyle, relationships, and career that you really love. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. If you want to dive deeper, I invite you to get a free human design mini reading report at vanessanaja.com forward slash free mini reading or book a human design reading with me. Links are in the show notes. That's it for today's episode. I know your time is important and I'm so grateful you chose to spend it with me. It would mean the world to me if you engage with the episode by liking, subscribing, commenting, and letting me know any questions you have or what else you'd like to learn about. And the absolute best compliment is if you share with someone you think will benefit. It really helps me spread the message. Love and blessings to you.